0: Listener 12, Listener 12, we've had a new discussion come in over the network. Report at the start of the episode immediately, you know the drill. This one's a bit longer than the usual 12, but it should be interesting. Pace yourself, and pay attention the whole way. And it looks like we've got company today, 12. Yes, a guest has come in to join us. We'll see you on the other side. So today we're going to be talking about the fitness app Zombies Run by 6 to Start. The app is a guided narrative experience that integrates physical exercise and a fictional narrative. There are two separate versions of the Zombies Run experience, the main app itself, as well as a secondary app that focuses on a Couch to 5k training program. Today we're going to be looking at the Couch to 5k app specifically, but a lot of what we're going to be talking about applies to the main app as well. I'm joined today by a good friend of mine, Becky, from supportingyourart.co.uk, who I ran the program in tandem with, and we're going to be talking about our experiences as a whole. So today I'm here with my friend Becky to talk about the wonderful running app Zombies Run. Becky, do you want to briefly introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, Um, so yeah, I'm Becky. Um, I met Chris when we were at university, and currently I do lots of creative things in my job. I make films and basically sort of support the work of different arts organisations. I don't know how to introduce myself.
0: You make it sound so much less than what it is. You do a lot of good things, like amazing projects that you put up on- online. It's genuinely a little, uh, a little sad to see someone else do so well and me still sitting here trying.
1: Uh, that's all. That's all anyone does. Yeah. I sit there and we try.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> So obviously I wait to get you on stage because we've both been, um, for the past, well, it's been uh, eight weeks now, (laughs) we've been doing the Couch to 5K with Zombies Run, and we've actually, I I can't even remember if it was intentional or not, we did it parallel, exactly the same time. (laughs) Um, So it was a really, I mean, I found it to be a really interesting way of experiencing a story. How did you find the overall kind of experience?
1: um well first it was intentional i saw that you were doing it and i was like i have tried zombies run a few times in like like across the different apps that they've got which i'm sure we'll go into um so i was like i'm gonna jump on this (laughs) because i find outer accountability really useful um so uh having the layers of one using an app that sort of says Come back in a couple of days that's kind of the first layer of accountability and then having you doing it as well i was like well i don't want to say i'll do this with you and then not complete it so i was like i'm gonna jump on this
0: <laughs> yeah no actually I, d- I did find that kind of accountability really useful it's one of the things that probably got me to the end because like you i've tried the app a number of times before never really stuck mm. with it um and this was the first time of getting to the end which you know round of applause for us <laughs>
1: I mean that was something that we kept saying to each other
2: mm.
1: like and I think I think the effectiveness of the app comes through when you think about like how we spoke to each other while we were doing it so we're just like you know finish week one and we were like yeah nice got you know finished week two we're like oh okay and then by the time it got to like four or five I think I mean that was certainly the furthest I'd ever gotten you know in any of my attempts we were both like whoa we're actually doing this. Yeah,
0: there was a big, a massive shift. where It was like, oh, okay, this is this is still happening. I'm a little yeah. surprised. It's gone well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's because of how I. I don't think I tuned into the story as much the first few times I did it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to jump ahead um, in like what we're going to talk about, but I think that's that's why I kind of tuned more into this narrative aspect of it i think
0: yeah i think there was also an element of being able to because of it not being such an isolated experience just listening to the app myself having that kind of dialogue with you also helped me engage with it more i think
1: the one obviously we did was the 5k one yeah which um i'm now i'm using the other one, because our eight weeks is up, and we've we've both continued using the app, um, but it's the it's the Zombies Run app, not the ca- Couch to 5K one. It's a little bit, it's all Zombies Run. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on getting like confused with myself, but yeah, because now I'm using the other one, um, I'm noticing the differences and how they're structured which Mm. is quite interesting um i can't remember my point i'm well, this is the
0: thing i first started if memory serves with the main app i didn't know about the couch to 5k one at first um and i found i found it quite difficult to go along with it but now having done the couch to 5k first i'm very much enjoying the main app in a way that i hadn't previously because i've kind of built up that skill to run alongside it
1: Ugh, that's exactly what I was going to say, but my brain just went, I'm sorry, I've got nothing, I can't remember what you wanted to do here. Um, yeah, absolutely, um, I've tried the main app a few times as well, and I think I think just because I wasn't, I'd, I'd done some running in my life, I had in fact run places before, but um, I certainly wasn't good at it and I couldn't sustain it for any real amount of time, so jumping into the main app just felt like completely undoable. Because I didn't have, um, didn't have anyone, because the, the story missions in the main app are a bit more, um, they don't check in as much with you.
0: No, they're quite freeform, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and I found it quite hard to kind of keep it going, whereas in the Couch to 5K app, it was just that perfect amount of structure to kind of get me going. And now, I did an, a, a story mission in the main app this morning, and I just ran. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that that improvement is something I've noticed in myself as well. Like, oh, I I, I didn't even realise, I almost didn't realise I'd run. Yeah. Because it's become such much of a habit with it now.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Since we both completed, we'd look at the Couch to 5k first and we probably touch again on, because we've only, I think we've only recently started using the main app again, so we can touch on that a yeah. bit more maybe at the end. But from the way I viewed it anyway, there were two main plot lines in the Couch to the 5k. There was the kind of premise of someone is stealing supplies, um, and yeah. I phrased it as the memory of Runner 5, but it's also kind of a coming of age for you as a, as a protagonist, I suppose, of becoming the new Runner 5, Does that sound right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, a big part of the, um, the kind of first episodes is hearing about this fantastic person that you are replacing, mm. which um, can feel a bit like, the memory of Runner 5, of the old Runner 5, is there. All the time, Um, especially since you're interacting directly with Sam. Yeah. um, Who, you know, he is the living embodiment of the memory of Runner Five. So I'd say that those are those two are definitely like the the two main plot lines.
0: Well, it's one of the things I quite like with the character Five Kid with that plot line is that obviously I think, like I say, I think so much of it is a coming of age of you are becoming the new Runner Five. That I think it's nice that. It's bookended both sides of the story by Sam. Sam is the one who christens us as the as Runner 5 because he hasn't got another name for us. And Sam yeah, is also the one that. who instigates the final mission.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't seen that before.
0: Which is, And that final mission is completing the mission the old Runner 5 had of getting information to her sister.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really nice.
0: Sam gives you her name at the beginning and then you earn it at the end
1: yeah yeah definitely sort of you do feel like when i finished that last run i did feel like oh wow i've really done something here yeah do you know what i mean and um and i love um particularly with that sort of the build up to that last mission and the kind of the the memories and getting these these items to um i can't remember the sister's name
0: francis i think yeah
1: yeah yeah to francis um I love what that says. I love the kind of the emotions they're bringing up with that and like, you know, yes, it seems superfluous to risk this new runner five who's um, to to run all the way to this place to give somebody some keepsakes. But it's like if we don't do this, then why are we still here? Yeah, if, if these things aren't important, then why why are we? Here still why yeah. are we still trying to live in this new world why don't we just like get zombified and give it up you know these things are still important and if we can find this person um and give her these things you know it's a really really big deal
0: yeah i, I that was one of the missions there were only i will say there were only a handful that i personally found at the end that i had an almost emotional victory as well as a physical one of having completed the run But the first one that really gave that to me, um, I think it was either week three or week four, the mission where you're distracting zombies so that they can get runner six back to Abel safely. Oh yeah, that's a great one. I genuinely got to the end and I I was grinning the entire walk back home because I just felt so like, even though I knew it was all fictional and I knew that it was, regardless of how well I ran, the story would have still ended the same way. I still felt like I'd contributed in a way I, did not expect to feel
1: yeah definitely yeah that one's a really good one and it it, from what i remember it kind of kind of comes out of nowhere because you're kind of in a real rhythm by that point
2: yeah
1: and and this was like this was like this is plot coming at you you know you're not it's not just a training run where they're like okay you know you're running around able and you're doing this and you're doing that um you know you're literally just because for a while you're literally just running around able and there's not Yes you're interacting with people but there's there's no kind of plot reason why why you're running it's just like oh you're just training. Yeah. Um, and that one really brought in the element of like plot as training. If that makes yeah, sense. It kind of like, reminded you have to you... run and go and get her.
0: Yeah, and it kind of reminds you like that obviously in the world of the story the reason for this eight-week training is so that you can be a runner to go and do these kinds of missions
1: yeah this is exactly it it's yeah. the
0: perfect time to kind of remind you like this is why you're doing it
1: yeah definitely and then i think the the story it doesn't even like it's not like a one-and-done story either i think after that doesn't she go for a run too mm. soon and like her stitches come out so yeah it's sort of and in that one it adds a real i felt like oh shit Oh, sorry, can I swear? (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) you can swear, go ahead.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh shit, like we really have to get her back. This is dangerous. Mm. Like, and it felt a little bit dangerous um, because I was like, God, God, if she goes down, you know, I have to like get her back. And she's not real.
0: (laughs) I noticed myself a number of times actually slowing my pace as if I was trying to help her keep up.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I know, I know for a fact that my face did the reactions i would do and sometimes my brain would fill in my side of the conversation
0: i had to stop myself actually speaking sometimes in certain episodes i have i I found myself actually speaking out loud and then kind of being like yeah Yeah. people are looking at you now
1: yeah particularly when things start to really hot up around that sort of four or five week mark isn't it yeah Um, where things start to really start to come at you um and particularly in the um the drills the drill runs yeah. where you're sort of running for about two minutes and then they'll interrupt with you know a bit of either like plot or just speaking to you um and then it will kind of go dead for a moment and i would often think of a reply yeah. and that's quite nice because then i i was like then they're like okay it's time to run and i was like oh i didn't even realize that time had passed because i was just so in my own head yeah like thinking about like how i'd interact with these people but yeah it does it does become quite i'm on my run this morning um the lady i was with the lady i was with there was no one there um runner eight (laughs) yeah runner eight was like oh duck and i ducked
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know which bit you mean as well i can hear it in my head
1: yeah yeah she's like shooting a zombie like over your head and i was i like ducked for a minute there's a guy there with his dog and he was like you've given me a look that's for sure i um, i will be
0: honest i can't remember yeah. if i ducked or not but i it, it wouldn't surprise me if i did
1: The thing is like you may not even notice because it's mm. you know because a reaction like that is like duck and you just do it yeah you know if in real life somebody said to duck you would just duck
0: yeah i think it's a testament though to the characters um both how they're written and how their voice acted because it is it's a very what, professional sounding piece. I don't know the budget behind it. I don't know the production um, process or anything to do with the kind of behind the scenes. Mm. But it is quite flawlessly done. I, I'm really impressed with yeah. the way they managed to portray this world these entirely people. through audio and without a lot of um, Foley sound. There's, it's mostly the voice actors.
1: What was I saying? Yeah. So delivering the plot through these, um, through like the radios in mm. the way that they do, I think was really smart because it's not hard to make something sound like a radio yeah do you know what i mean and 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 otherwise it was just like if it was them actually talking to you um you could you can get away with very little foley because you want to focus on the voice anyway um
0: i think it also the, the radio is a fantastic device simply for the fact that you are on a run on your own so they're not going to be next to you like, obviously that's an exception yeah. to some some of the runs that you do through the story but the vast majority of them at least from the couch to 5k that we did the vast majority of them was dr Myers talking to you over the headset and you were out on your own
1: yeah yeah definitely and i think that's that's just a really good kind of technical choice to make i think um especially since you know you can't walk around in the world properly you only get what they give you It's not like a video game where you could kind of you know when they're like oh i think somebody's stealing supplies you can't go to the you know in a game you'd go to the supply closet and you'd ask people questions and stuff but you can't do that
0: yeah but i i I do quite like as well the um the fact that even despite you only getting kind of those dribs and drabs throughout each of your runs able still felt very full it didn't feel like there was anything that it, nothing made, didn't make sense to me. There was nothing that jumped out of going, well, I don't know about this or about that. It felt very believable in a way that I wouldn't have thought those tiny little segments should have given me. I never had any questions on, well, how does this work and why do you have that yeah. and so on.
1: Well, they, they did something really clever um, to show you kind of the scope and size of Able because, um, you know, runner seven. Okay, well, there's seven runners. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like, okay, well that's seven people already. Sam and Maxine, we've been introduced to. Um, You know, suddenly this cast of characters gets quite big, quite quickly by just using a couple of numbers.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: And you're like, oh, okay, well I know, I I can get an idea that if okay, if they can spare seven people as runners, and you know, you meet other people who are in charge of other areas of the place. You're like, okay, well they must they must have quite a few people if seven of them at least are runners and that's their focus yeah which I think that's quite kind of it's very like effective and efficient storytelling and like setting work I think
2: No
0: yeah there's also like adding on to that the fact that there is such a large cast I think it's quite impressive how well they're able to very quickly differentiate the voices because a lot of I I don't know whether you find it but I find a lot when I listen to other podcasts or radio dramas if it's not very carefully thought about it's not always easy to differentiate different people's voices we rely so much on faces to differentiate people. Mm but I think they use a fantastic mixture of both the dialects that characters have and the words they choose, but a very good use of accent.
1: So good. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say accent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Rajit has a very, um, I want to say Liverpool. I don't know if I'm right on that of my head i i
1: could i found it really hard to place his there's a couple that i found really hard to place
0: rajit was only in the first like two weeks so we're talking over a month ago now but i want yeah either way he had a very northern accent sam's got quite a quite a colloquial general uk accent but then dr myers is american there's there's quite a a whole range yeah the variety helps you kind of pick out those individual voices and you know instantly when rajit is talking to you versus when sam's talking to you without needing to pay too much attention, which obviously you're doing something else, you're running, you haven't got a whole lot of attention to give.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's just nice to hear a lot of very different regional accents.
0: Particularly UK accents as well.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, we, we don't actually... I mean, this is a bit of a generalisation, but I've listened to like quite a lot of radio recently and there are more regional accents than there used to be, but, you know, there's so many you can't possibly, like them all in so it's just nice to hear such a range on there and i think it it did kind of make the world feel more real i think
0: yeah i quite like the fact that it was like i don't know uh, again i actually haven't looked into the background of the company because i wanted to be quite pure in looking at what they produced um but considering this is a global app this isn't something that's specifically targeted towards the uk the fact mm-hmm. that they've used a majority of UK voices, I like the fact they very much kept to that root, they've not tried to globalise it in any way yes, because it makes those yeah. characters feel part of the culture and part of the their own origins.
1: Actually, that's a really good point about the plots. I think even just you know for a couch to 5k storyline, I'm really, 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 really glad that they didn't make the plot big. Yeah. That it was these, you know, the two kind of main plot lines that you've um, you've kind of identified, the memory of Runner Five and like who's stealing these supplies. It's very focused on Able. Mm. It's focused on the people there and the people who were there, obviously in the case of Memory Runner Five plot line. Um, but it, it would have been really really easy to make this story very big. Um, yeah. I think because it was the, the main app obviously came first. And I reckon that storyline probably gets a lot bigger than it is at present in my... I mean,
0: the whole thing starts with a helicopter being rocket launched out of the sky.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, pretty extra, right? (laughs) Um, But I just think, especially with kind of the subject matter of zombies and things like that, it would have been very easy to make this story like unnecessarily big and epic. Whereas actually it feels quite... It's a very personal story, really. It's
2: very
0: human. Um,
1: yeah, exactly. And, and it's the emphasis on that that I think makes it good and makes you want to continue. I think if they'd made it like very big and about the hubris of mankind, I would have switched off immediately because I just don't need that. I'm just trying to learn how to run.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's more much more motivating to know that like I'm helping individuals that I'm, you know, uh, helping a runner get back into able after they've been hurt, you know, all of these things are far more kind
0: of compelling looking at that one example of helping runner six get back it was an injury to her leg it wasn't a life threatening like the the, the threat of it came from the environment she was in not from the injury whereas they could have easily made that she's been shot in the stomach she's bleeding out they could have made that much bigger than it was but they kept it they kept it to a level that made it realistic. We are training to run. We're not going to be doing heroic missions. This is something that is within our limits, but is still a challenge.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they even say that sometimes, don't they? It's like, okay, this one's just just a training thing. You'll just be running around, able. Literally, nothing's going to happen here. Yeah. And and you're like and you're like, all right, yeah, okay, okay. It's like, no, literally, nothing happens this time. You you're just there to run. And, and i like that they keep that part of the story consistent
0: because it yeah. would be
1: really easy to lose the like the literal training aspect of the story but they don't and it's really good and when sam asks you to do that last mission you know maxine is like you know yeah runner five's worked hard but like is she ready for that are they ready for that yeah um you know how do you feel about that you know um because she she's aware that you know we are still training you technically
0: yeah i really like the fact actually that on a lot of the um a lot of the episodes they do make the training an integral part of the way the plot line develops like the episode uh the, the, the run where you're doing the knee lifts and the runner the runner four i think is trying to um is, is looking at the reaction from the zombie
1: oh yeah that was really nice
0: like, Yeah, it's it is this beautiful kind of like you're in this place of mostly safety because obviously there is a zombie apparently right there but they're making your workout a part of the narrative it's not you're working out and this train this, this testing is going on they are one and the same and they do that on yeah. almost all of them even when you're out doing a mission somewhere they'll very much be like okay you're safe for a while you can walk now they'll give you that connecting yeah. thread to connect what you're doing to the story
1: yeah and i think some of them did that better than others but i think that's just kind of part of it um i think as as the story went on it became more and more and more integrated um like when you're being tested by the head runner Mm -hmm. um and he's like i need to see that you're ready to do this that is the fastest i've ever run (laughs) i was like i'm being tested
0: the fastest i think for me was um, it's when sam is asking you to go out to the different um, settlements nearby to get information from and there's the medical center that you have to, that they leave a bag out the front like hanging yeah, on the fence yeah, yeah. That, that, that was probably that the was one good. that i ran the most because that one i don't know why but the the way they were talking to me the whole way through that made me a lot more aware of being outside able than any of the other episodes had so it kind of felt more intense for me that i was like i want to get in get out and go home
1: yeah yeah definitely particularly because you're going towards like the other the other settlements um you know that none of them seem to be on like good terms so it's like i even more kind of want to like
0: they mentioned new canton quite a few times and this kind of feud between the two places so when you know that you're kind of going to that no man's land between
1: yeah you're like i don't want to be here very long (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that feud is obviously one of the other plot lines. Um, yeah, they, they... And, and they do touch on it a few times, but it never, it never like completely stood out for me as like this is plot. It was just like, oh, those guys in New Canton. Oh my God, what are they playing at? Like, don't they know what's going on? You know, it was just like the way people talk about other people.
0: Yeah, I and quite... yeah,
1: it taught me a lot about their relationship
0: yeah it really added to the world building it gave you this kind of this idea of what was happening outside of your little bubble
1: yeah yeah definitely and Which and think, it, it expanded the world as well didn't it because it feels like for a while that there's just abel and you know it's just them in this little stronghold but actually there's a lot more out there like um like the lady that keeps you keep meeting
0: yeah I've, I've, um, I'm, st- I'm still intrigued i really do hope that her character comes back in the main app i have so many questions for that
1: i know because um, like she's absolutely baller in the last one.
0: Oh yeah <laughs> that
1: was great um with her motorbike adventure i'm just gonna hop on this and i was like all right i mean i could
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i'll keep running
1: <laughs> i guess i'll keep running she was like yeah i'll get them to follow me and i'm like well you know i'd really get there even more on time <laughs> if i could have the motorbike i actually thought that while i was running and i was like i could really do with that right now actually
0: i will say i'm um, um, obviously we had a bit of a disparity between your experience and mine in that simply because i'm ridiculously tall my and
1: i'm ridiculously <laughs> small
0: my distances were consistently a lot better your pacing was so much more impressive than mine but um my distances typically were better so actually it was weird for me in the last um the last one because the fact that it is a 5k run is what they're telling you you're doing mm. I hit the 5k a good 10, 15 minutes before the end of that workout. Yeah, I mean so... we
1: both we both hit 5k quite early on. I mean mm. you you a bit earlier than me, obviously with you know Mr Long Legs,
0: a natural advantage, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean your your like kilometer like your time per kilometer mm. is so quick <laughs> compared to mine. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at the app now to see when I first hit 5k. So I first hit that's 5k really good question. in week four and workout one. So that's halfway through. Was the first time I hit 5k, and I did. I did come into this having just done like a little bit of running training on a different app, um, and you know that was okay, um, but it 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 didn't quite grab me like this did. So I was coming in like having run quite a bit.
2: Um, yeah. but
1: I couldn't get that consistency um and this was like walk run drills it's like five minute run um
0: well, he doesn't even hit five minute run for a good for the first four or five weeks <laughs> Starts yeah exactly. off really I think... kind of do I think the first week is like do 30 seconds now walk yeah I hit 5k um week three workout one apparently
1: yeah yeah see so we were both hitting 5k you know not not like a consistent 5k run but mm. just like over. A, over the drills and the freeform yeah. runs, we were both hitting 5k quite early on. Mm. And then, I mean, you first hit 6k quicker than me, but I hit 6k in week 8, workout 1, was the first time I hit 6. six um, uh,
0: 6k was actually my very next workout, Three week 3, workout 2.
1: 3, and you're in 6k already.
0: In fact, I was consistently, uh, yeah. after every, every week after that was at least 6k.
1: Yeah, see. So, yeah, it was a, it, I can understand what you're saying in that it was a bit strange to kind of come to the 5K knowing mm. that I've already done...
0: It wasn't even so much that. I've it was kind of more, done that. That was one one episode where the narrative didn't mesh as well for me just because of the timing
1: what the um, the the last one sorry.
0: yeah the point where the woman is oh I'm gonna get on this motorbike and I'll distract them you can get there I'm kind of there thinking well I've just had it over my ear that I've just hit 7k so yeah I already am there (laughs) I'm already there and then some
1: (laughs) yeah it kind of pulls you out a little bit yeah
0: like it didn't distract me enough from the narrative I didn't enjoy it but it did put in just that little yeah. barrier of I'm I'm definitely listening to a story. I don't feel as much of a participant anymore.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, it it doesn't doesn't feel like it's reacting to you as much. Yeah. So so my my one I did 5.21 k in the the last session. So mine wasn't as kind of out. Mm. Um. But yeah, I can I can definitely i think i was probably going at the pace that was more expected i think because my yeah. little stompers were just well, like
0: you you're, you're um, my, uh-huh. my my pace is so kind of erratic like overall it works out quite impressive looking but i simply can't run for the same length of time that you can in one go at the moment that's not yeah. something i have i don't have that endurance yet and that's what i'm working on at the moment but yeah. Friends have the natural advantage of stupidly long legs. Yeah. I was going to say before we move on from characters, like, I wanted to particularly point out that Sam Yao, I just adore him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I loved him?
0: <laughs> he, he was so beautifully voice acted. That first he episode. He was brilliant. Yeah. Where because um, something we haven't actually mentioned yet is actually we do very briefly meet the old runner five at the end of the first episode when she's chasing us because she's a zombie.
1: Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. When he's like, "Oh my god, it's her! It's her!
0: It's Alice!" And, and yeah, and they
1: have to. And Maxine's like, because they're sort of angling guns at her at that point, and you know, Maxine has to say it's what she would have wanted she wouldn't have wanted to live mm. like that and it very quickly brings you into like the personal cost of it the, all
0: the, yeah the kind of the heart. Like the reality. idea.
1: yeah the idea that you've lost somebody that you know i mean sam is very 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 well voice acted so you tell he cares about this person mm. immediately even when he calls you run a five
2: it's yeah. like
1: you can tell that it it kind of hurts to say it like it's just got this level to it so um so yeah when he's like looking at her imagine losing somebody you care about and then having to lose them in essence again Mm -hmm. because you're like their body is there and oh god it just yeah he kills me like when he's saying thank you at the end of the last one it's like oh I was like oh no (laughs) Sam I'm so sad there's a real
0: element of I'm doing this for him like I'm doing this for you Sam because you deserve this
1: absolutely yeah absolutely and i i really enjoy the interactions between sam and maxine oh
0: i was gonna say dr myers i adore her as well like she's, she's got
1: great
0: i love the progression of her character as well because that first episode um obviously it's mostly sam you interact with but then she kind of jumps in like oh there's a hospital nearby can you pick up this yeah yeah, yeah. and i yeah. so she comes across as the and she even has the line um if you come here empty-handed i don't know if we can let you in yeah. She comes across yeah. as so kind of brutal, very utilitarian that I was impressed by how they managed to keep that aspect of her but still make her someone that I respect and like by the end of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she definitely softens, I think. Um and and you start to as you continue through you start to understand why she was the way she was at the beginning. Yeah it's like oh okay yeah you know i i understand now why you were like we may not be able to let you in if you don't bring something like everybody has to has to like be a part of this everybody has to contribute
0: they make it clear that it's both kind of an expectation but also something that people are willing to do Um, like the run we talked earlier with runner six when she went out and she clearly should have been resting still and that was clearly, like, Dr. Myers tells her not to go. Sam tries to tell her not to go. She says she's fine with it. It, it. It's a kind of, they managed to play it very nicely as a duality of both Abel expects everyone to pull their own weight, but everyone in Abel wants to pull their own weight.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and also, just with um, Dr. Myers, um, she, she when, when she's interacting with Sam and with Runner 6, it's like, but you cannot be useful here. If you are you know, yeah. struggling mentally or physically. And she does give equal weighting to both, which I really love. Yeah. Um, because when Sam is upset, and like, because he comes on a run with you, doesn't he? Trying to find mm. um, Runner 5's wallet or something, was yeah, it? Yeah, it
0: was her wallet. It had um, pictures of yeah. her sister in it.
1: Yeah, he's trying to desperately find that, but he just doesn't communicate that with anyone. And it ends up being, you know, obviously quite a situation because it's a zombie run game yeah. um, and she's like you need to take some time and she doesn't lose that edge which I really like, she's like Sam that was ridiculous mm. now take some time, just look after yourself like you need to stop okay um, And so I like that she doesn't lose this edge because that's you know, it, it's, it's obviously why she survived and why she's so important in this new world but she really understands the people around her, and like when they need space, you know, she she gives her advice, and then she's like, "That's all I can do."
0: <laughs> I quite like so it on the topic. it's really of, interesting. On the topic of the way they deal with the mental health side of it as well, because obviously, yeah, Dr. Myers treats it just as seriously as she would any physical problem. I like the fact yeah. that they show the recovery. I say recovery, but I, they show Sam's progression in a quite realistic way. That we do have a good three, four. I can't, it might have even been more than that runs where he's not present at all it's just Mm. dr myers and then when he comes back it's a very kind of it's very clear he's still shaken and it's him wanting to be useful and do something and you feel a progression of him coming back to normal he doesn't just come back and he's fine
1: yeah the first time he comes back like his voice is so heavy Mm. and you're just like oh god this guy is going through everything right now
0: wait it's Um, a second wave of grief and it's portrayed so So very well. It's very, it's very well portrayed, but it's also very, very honest in the way it portrays it. That he, you can hear him trying to push through it, and I think that is portrayed across the audience quite. It's uncomfortably good. It's uncomfortably good.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I think there are times when you're like, God, like (laughs) this guy go through anything else. And I like how his focus kind of shifts from, okay, I'm really, really upset about this. Um, you know Maxine's has told me to have some time. I've done that. okay, I've come back with this kind of this kind of drive to find some kind of comfort and solace and closure mm. on this moment and they didn't just yeah as you say, they didn't just have them come back and be like, all right, I've had some time great let's let's do this um i love the humor between those two as well in fact with everyone really they they all kind of have a moment of like very dark humor which is very good really like yeah. that.
0: yeah no i quite but in a way that not only shows you how they're coping with the situation but also shows you the kinds of kind of the extremes of situations because the uh the run where sam just um, is looking for runner five's wallet he make him and dr myers have a kind of a joke moment where and um, they imply that someone previously had gone a little bit mad and thought that they could cure zombies and they make a joke out of that moment in a way that yeah. kind of shows the brutal reality of the thing they're referencing because someone clearly thought that that they could at some point and the results of that would have been disastrous and they've moved past it with this kind of gallows humor
1: yeah definitely yeah and like dr Myers making zombie sounds <laughs> yeah and stuff like imagine a zombie's behind you and she's like <laughs> that's that's really good as well yeah um, so yeah i think i think the two sort of main characters are so good
0: well see you say you say two main characters like i um you can see from the notes that i've uh that, I've, that we've got i i kind of consider there to be a third more important character in some respect which is Runner 5, and I mean that both in terms of us as the main character, but also very heavily. And we've talked about this before, about Alice, that there is this yeah. void that she has left behind, and it's not just with Sam, there's there's the, the feeling you get from Runner 4, there's the feeling you get from Runner 7, Rajit, Justine I think mentions it at one point briefly. Yeah there is a community feeling of loss that begins to repair throughout the whole process and it's i l- it's one of the reasons why i love that last mission of taking the stuff to friend um, to francis that it is almost a passing on of that memory to francis that abel has moved on they've dealt with their grief not to say they've forgotten her obviously but
1: Yeah, but they're just just carrying her in a different way now.
0: Yeah, it's a passing the torch kind of moment, and I think it's a really nice way, because when I first started using the, the main app previously, um, it did feel a little jarring that because it's they have the, the app has the same first mission as um, the fight Couch to 5K, mm-hmm. the one of you arriving at Able. So it's a bit jarring to go from this whole 45 minute experience of Sam dealing with the grief of Runner Five and the new Runner Five coming in, and then going straight into Mission Two, which no one seems to there's there's hints of people not trusting who you are, but no one seems to mention the old Runner Five. There's a yes. massive Gap in dealing with that that I think the couch to 5k fills really really nicely and has a fantastic ending to make that l- leap make a bit more sense
1: yeah yeah definitely like um, you can see when they approach the f- couch to 5k they were like okay well this needs to kind of be a standalone. thing. Because um, we've already got the main story, so we just need to like flesh out something, and that was a really, really good way to do it. I think definitely, um, yeah. and and also you can. There's lots of, like, little cues, as you said, about the effect of Runner 5 not being around anymore. Just, you know, we constantly hear things like, you know, I'll run a, you know Runner 5 talking to us. Um, they might say, it's a bit soon to be doing this, but we don't have many other people do this. Because at one point, I think quite a few runners are taken down by a cough or a cold or something. Oh, just smoke inhalation. Um, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah um and you kind of get the idea that cool this place is kind of on the edge right now because missing that person is a big deal because you know supplies are running low and now they're going missing and you know there's just sort of all these layers of um and and, and you can feel that it's because runner 5 isn't there
0: yeah no like, i
1: wouldn't ask you but there's literally no one else that can do this
0: I was going to say, yeah, I think the first mission that you do that is outside of Able that's a proper mission, they do, like, Dr. Myers makes the point of saying, I would ask anybody else if there was anybody else.
1: Yeah, there just literally isn't
0: and I think it's a real it is a really nice way of kind of showing the, the threadbare nature that's holding together Able. and I think a lot of that is the community of Able. it's not so much the resources or their location or their supplies mm. or anything like that I think so much and it comes across quite clearly that what holds Able, Able together together is the people who are there and the fact that they care for each other
2: yeah
1: definitely and you can really feel it as well and can I just special mention for Raji his little novel <laughs> yes. love it I love the line When he's like, it's a zombie apocalypse, and I still can't get people to read my novel. (laughs) I, I was like, oh, yeah get
0: it <laughs> those those little moments they're really like they for i think at first glance they kind of feel almost like they pull you out of the narrative but then i think the more they kind of come up like, the more i think i like, know that is exactly what people would be like those are exactly yeah. the, the things that would happen those that would be people's way of holding on to the things that matters to them and for Rajiv, that was his novel so yeah like that's that of course that's gonna be something that he's gonna carry with him and keep doing despite the world falling apart around him
1: yeah definitely
0: I have to ask because I have my own opinions on this the plotline of the uh, someone stealing supplies what was your what was your take on that your opinion how did you feel about it
1: um it wasn't as well told as the run of five one um and I I think it wasn't as big a thing it felt a bit more kind of bitty um because it kind of starts with people saying oh there's you know that's so weird I swear those things were there Mm. um but I guess they weren't. And, um, and then it kind of develops. And I, I do feel it's a bit more bitty. And I didn't quite. I didn't quite notice it as much I think maybe that's it maybe that's it
0: yeah I think that was my bit biggest criticism because be, I will be honest even um I think it's the episode the, the run where you go where um where Sam mentions that they've spoken to the guys at Burt Airfield and they've warned them about Francesca being the one who's taking the supplies yeah. and when he said that I had a moment of going wait when did we find out it was Francesca and I completely skipped yeah. over whatever moment that was I didn't even realize that we'd uncovered that
1: yeah, me too. Yeah, and they are like, oh yeah, thanks for your help with that.
0: And I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know whether that's a reflection on the plotline or whether that's more a reflection of the fact I was more interested in the Runner 5 story. Um,
1: I think I was I was more definitely more invested in Runner 5, but also I think it might be a bit of an app thing. Because mm. in your run logs, um, is it in the run logs? No, it's when you are in on your home page and you open up
0: the the the, the bits afterwards the little tidbit of text
1: yeah yeah this is great audio because i'm looking at something um yeah so you sort of you look at where it is and you get your story summary and then where do you see like what you got that week
0: it's it's on the actual cork board section you get you there's a little description, handwritten description, the t- the completed stamp and then there's a little picture of whatever item it is you got.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that's where they went wrong with that one not necessarily wrong. I just didn't get it because there's at some point don't you get like a piece of paper with <clears throat> with Francesca written on it?
0: Um I think so. Yes,
1: week 6 workout 3, you get a oh, yeah. you get a little piece of paper saying Francesca. And it, ah. uh, and I and because you cuz I didn't even know how to like find the story log just when I was looking for it then. So I feel like there's something about the fact that you can't Because when you're running, you're running. And sometimes it takes a lot more brain power than other times. So you just can't take up as much of the story, maybe. But then when you go back and you're like, shit, you know, when did we find out that it was Francesca? And I come back here and I'm just like, oh, I've got a picture of something with Francesca's name on. And it says that Becca gave us the intel. Mm. I'm like, I don't remember that. And it's not a big enough summary to remind me.
0: And it doesn't... Yeah, I because you're not in you, you you don't if you don't know those bits of story are there you're not going to look for them.
1: Yeah, and sometimes at the end, sorry, at, at the mm. end of some of the workouts, they'll say, "Here run a five, have this," and they don't tell you what that is. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and then I'm like, oh shit, what did I get? And I was like, uh, oh, a scarf.
0: I can understand that, t- that there's obviously an element of not wanting to spell things out too much um, because it would sound unnatural, but I think they do a really good job of it in the very first one where it's about Rajit's novel, and they make a point of where Sam goes, well, um, I think Dr. Myers says, we've got something for you, haven't we? And then Sam goes, well, yeah, it's this. And Dr. Myers just goes, oh, no, really? And you still don't know what it is at that point until Sam says, yeah. "Well, Rajit was looking for someone to read it, and then you can yeah. piece it all together yourself."
1: Yeah, definitely. Because you've do already heard better. about the novel once, haven't you? Yeah,
0: and they do it a lot better there, I think. But the other thing that um, the other element of the story that I didn't even realize, and I don't know how much of it is told this way, is in emails. Did you read any of them?
1: Oh, okay. Something happened here, Chris. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I think. That getting the emails is dependent on being properly linked up to the zombie link thing. Ah. Is what I think. Because when I got the main app installed on my phone, I then had to obviously use the zombie links so that they, they knew what runs I had already done.
0: Mm
1: hmm. Um, and then I got all of the emails at <laughs> once.
0: See, I, I only got, I, I only noticed the last two, I think. Yeah. And it came as a bit of a surprise. It was, it was the only reason I saw them was because I decided to clear my emails out that week, um, so b- therefore yeah. I noticed them in my inbox and they came in because I was like, "Oh, I have an email. What is it?" I don't know how much of the story I missed because of that, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because it's
0: quite a lot of text.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's there's not a lot of like. I think at one, I think at one point when you sign up, you get an email, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I get emails." And then I think I finished the first week, and I got an email, and I was like, "Oh, cool." that's really nice like a milestone thing mm. but it was literally just a milestone thing um but there's no kind of um reminders like look out for your email for finishing this week in you know it'd be really yeah. useful if there is something like that let me see if I can get my email up now and have
0: even, up. even if it was just dr Myers saying like oh don't don't forget i'll have a report for you by tomorrow or whatever something to kind of just prompt you to look out for it kind of thing cuz i think i have no problem with them having the uh, the different methods of communication like having the little snippets on the home page and having the emails but there wasn't enough telling me to look for that peripheral information
1: it's a bit weird that there's not more signposting to this
0: well, it's something that i want to talk about in a future episode at some point because obviously as you know i have a massive love for alternate reality games and such a massive component of those is helping your audience to find information without directly pointing them at it so that yeah. kind of like peripheral storytelling and, and tr- transmedia elements there's something that I'm obviously really interested in so it's something I definitely want to look at but it's definitely I, I do think they've missed the mark a little bit with helping because they could have been more heavy-handed than, than an alternate reality game could be they could have been a lot more directive in don't forget to look here and don't forget to look there
1: yeah yeah that... I mean even if even if they'd said like make sure you check your RuffleNet email or something or your ruffle net communications yeah. or you know it, it could have been anything and, and like had a little note in the app that's like if we say ruffle it means email you know it could have even been something as as obvious as that but then yeah. you know they shroud it actually within the recordings they could have kind of dressed it up as something else but just have a little note that you know when they're explaining the app and how it works to you
2: mm.
1: you know they could have said because there's actually a bit of text i think somewhere in the app like how it works and stuff and they could have just put it in there and I I think I think it would have been a really nice addition so I do feel like I I agree I think they kind of missed the missed that sort of opportunity because some of that stuff is really nice and they've obviously worked on it and it's a shame that you know I didn't see it till the last time and I don't Mm. think I've got all of them either it doesn't look like I don't think I've
0: got all of them because some of the ones you've mentioned there I've just been searching my emails and I can't see a lot of those so I don't even know if those emails reached me if I'm honest or whether I may have deleted them or they just whatever Um, yeah
1: so if you, do ca- if you do the Couch to 5k, make sure you sign up to Zombie Link and make sure it's linked the whole time. Yeah. Otherwise you will get like 10 emails at once when you finish.
0: I think it's definitely worth mentioning though that that information, um, I mean with the exception of the reveal of Francesca, that I didn't even, I did not notice that that was one of the items that you got at the end of a run. So that would have explained a lot. Um, With the exception of that one piece, the rest of it is peripheral, it's not required to follow the story, obviously both of us have enjoyed and followed the story without directly experiencing that kind of extraneous material. But I think you're right, I think there's so much work that's clearly gone into it, because I think every one of the emails that I've seen that's come through has an image of a handwritten letter or something with it, so it's not just a text email. it's definitely a lot of thought and effort has gone into it and it is and very expansive on the story and the world that you're experiencing. So I think it's definitely something people should experience, but it's not required, a benefit, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not required. I don't feel like I've, you know, I'm not like, oh, that's really disappointing, I didn't get that. But one thing I did just think of while you're talking is like, as part of world building, stuff like that is important because now we know there was a child there the whole time. I mean obviously I had like assumed there would be children there. Yeah. Obviously they some of them survived. We know there's a baby. Uh Becca's got a baby. But yeah. um but yeah, it's like, oh, there is a child in Abel Township and I know that because of those emails and there's nothing else about and I think that changes things a little bit in terms of the world for me. oh well, yeah,
0: I think I think depending on who's following along as well, you it, different people are gonna connect to different things, so I think yeah, yeah. Exactly. maybe you don't get as invested in Sam's storyline that you have the sympathy but you're not as hooked on it the way I certainly was but knowing there are children there might speak to a more maternal or paternal part of you and that might get you engaged in the kind of the drive of Dory
1: yeah because I mean when you put something out like this you never know what is going to be the thing that hooks people yeah you can't know like what the thing is going to be that you know is their hook so I think making sure they're getting all of the story is like kind of a, a requirement. Yeah. But as you say, it is peripheral and I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, don't bother now. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Um, I think it's definitely still worth doing and the story that's there is brilliant. Um, but just make sure you're checking your email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One thing actually that you just said that I kind of want to pick up on is obviously the fact that they don't know who is going to be listening to it. There is that they mm-hmm. don't know that. And I think that's something that there's there's obviously the concept particularly within gaming of the silent protagonist that you have someone who in gaming it usually refers to someone who doesn't have a voice like the main character in Skyrim for example you never hear that character speak because obviously yeah. they could be any race any gender so many different variables that they've just gone okay they won't speak but it feels almost with this with Zombies Run there is actually a, it's a step further in that not only are you a silent protagonist because you can't interact with the characters. You also therefore can't impact anything. You are an ineffective silent protagonist as well. And I don't know whether that's necessarily a good or a bad thing because obviously so much of the drive is you're running and doing these missions and the missions themselves are having an impact. Runner six got back safely. The package got delivered to Francis. But there were points and particularly in reflection as well that I kind of become aware that no matter what I did, those events would still happen that yeah. I, I i could walk the entire thing and Runner six still would have got back in time and it kind of almost yeah. to a sense to if you think too much about that i think having it being that kind of a silent ineffective protagonist can detract from the sense of achievement because you're no longer connected to the story in a way
1: yeah yeah i think it definitely can um i think there is a detachment as you say it ha- tends to happen after, so you've just done the run and you're like smiling your ass off because you helped Sam and you're like yeah, and then you're like eh, nothing I did there really had any impact really, but you you do feel like you've had an impact. Um, I will say though, doing it that way and making it so that you could possibly walk the whole thing does make it more accessible for people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you know if you're in a completely different place to where I was when I started the game, um, you know maybe you've not run since high school 20 years ago and you know you you will be walking a lot more of those free form runs whereas from kind of quite near the beginning I'd say from like week three I was managing to hit and run for all of the free form runs so my pace is so different to what somebody else is and that feeds into the whole we don't know who's going to do this thing Um, so I think if they had you know if they had like I don't know programmed it so that you had to do a certain distance in a certain amount of time or anything like that I think that would have been a sticking point for quite a few people who are coming in with just like a different level of ability um so I think it's a trade-off on like how much you affect the narrative and how you can and, and how you can make it approachable by the maximum amount of people does that make sense
0: yeah no to completely like i say it's as, as much as i think that yeah, there is a an element of disconnect that comes out of having it, it I, think it's I, think so. I think it's a necessary evil i think it's a necessary evil for this yeah the focus of it the, the the focus of the app isn't to tell a story the focus is to get you running that's the point of it yes. so yeah you have yeah. to kind of make compromises with the narrative to facilitate that main goal in yeah. the same way that you look at um, using video games as an example again, this, it's the same kind of um, compromise that they make with something like Skyrim, that their goal is to give you a fantasy in which you can be anyone and do anything. Therefore, they make the compromise of a silent protagonist. Whereas you look yeah. at something like Dragon Age, for example, they've got voiced protagonists in that because they limit what your options are.
1: Yeah, yeah. so you're kind of trading off something all the time.
0: And I think that's something people don't always consider, maybe, particularly with particularly with new media and gaming. I think that's something that a lot of people don't take into consideration, that every choice that you make is going to have a trade-off somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you can't necessarily, like, I, I completely agree. There is a, there, I think there can be a definite disconnect, because you're like, you know, i put in all this effort because I've bought into the story, but mm. actually my effort doesn't affect the story. Yeah. And that can feel like a real, like, you know it feels like those two things are hitting on each other and it's it doesn't seem to work when you think about it like that you're like okay you're making me put in all this effort because of your story but because of how you've structured it i'm literally not doing anything anyway so i don't need to do this but somehow i am <laughs> so it's like it's such a weird like contradiction that i you know when you think about it like that doesn't feel like it should work mm. but for some reason i still went out and i ran
0: Yeah, I think, I I think there's an, um, obviously because even with that compromise in place that the narrative itself doesn't change by your efforts. I think the the narrative being so relatable and something you can connect to kind of puts that emphasis on you, that you're the one who determines whether or not you did well enough.
1: Yeah, we were talking earlier about Foley work. The best thing they did in terms of Foley was the sound of the gate opening at the end of the session.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Oh my gosh! When I hear that sound, I'm like, I am done. <laughs> it, I did it.
0: I did not think it's that really I would good. find such because that, that the, the sound of the, the gate as well, the, the, the siren that goes off with it, is such a a proper post-apocalyptic sound. Like that is not something oh, you totally, will have yeah, in the modern yeah. world. And yet, I have come to associate that with such a feeling of happiness and safety, <laughs> and mm-hmm. like it's. A sound I never thought I would have associated with a feeling of like, yes, I did it.
1: Yeah, relief. I, yeah. Hear, a, I hear a terrible siren and I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. It's, it's one of those things where, like it's it's amazing the way they've somehow managed to reframe what should really be some kind of warning symbol that triggers the animal part of my brain to be scared.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that was really nice. And I think, yeah, there's like a few kind of repeating things like that that make this so easy to interact with or the couch to 5k Mm. so easy to interact with you know the the repetition of the types of language they use the siren at the end of the the gates being open you know there's just just like there's a lot to kind of cling on to and you start to expect it in the storytelling. And that really, really helps. One of the
0: things I was going to mention when it came to the language, because we've, we've, we've kind of danced around it a few times. There's a few things that I really, really like. There's one um, that I. This is something I knew from a while ago, where there was an, um, an interview with the uh, creators of the apps, some magazine somewhere I can't remember. Um, but they talked about the fact that they deliberately didn't want to describe the route that you should take or have any kind of link in with like Google Maps for example and tell you when to turn or anything like that. So they deliberately use, um, they use landmarks but they make them vague enough that you can adapt them to anything in your own environment. Um, yeah. And I noticed that a yeah. few times, like I think in the first episode where you've um, crash landed they they, they, they um, refer to a red, a red tower which you can relate to pretty much anything, like anything could fill in for that, that could be a huge building, that could just be like a house that happens to have a red wall or whatever. Yeah. How do you feel specifically, not only about kind of the storyline, but looking at it from the kind of perspective of a finished product of whether you look at that from the perspective of it being a narrative experience or whether you look at it as being a physical experience, how does that kind of stack up for you on an overall level? Do you feel that it could have been improved? Do you feel like that there are things that could be taken from this and applied to other narrative or uh, exercise based products? How do you, what do you see from here on? Um, great
1: question. Well, I, well, first of all, I loved it. Like I just enjoyed it. Like every time I came in from a run. I was just smiling. I instantly wanted to tell my partner, like, this is what it was like, and this happened, and oh my god, you never, you never guess what Justine said. And my partner Sam really gets into things, even if he doesn't know what it is. And he's like, oh, Justine, classic. And I'm like, right. <laughs> um, so it was nice to, it was nice to be able to talk to you about the, the actual narrative as we went as well. But I just, I just always felt so good after i came in because at the end of the workout you know you hear that siren of the gate opening you get told well done and you you know we look forward to seeing you again and coming back and you know i've never ever felt this motivated to keep running after a program is finished that i yeah. think is probably the biggest recommendation i can you know the biggest reason i think to engage with this and do it and why i think it works is um, once we finished the program, I mean, keeping in mind, like, the whole time we were doing it, we were like, I can't believe we're still doing this. <laughs> uh, as soon as yeah. the program ended, you and I were like, let's keep going. Like, not necessarily, yeah. you know, match each other in story missions or whatever, but, like, let's just keep running. Let's keep active. Uh, you know, I don't want... For the first time, it kind of feels like, if I don't keep running, that was a real waste, almost. Like, like I really feel like I've invested... In a way I haven't before, and the only thing that is different about this to other like programs I've tried is the narrative aspect, mm. and I, I can't help but think that must be a, a good like that must be like a good portion of why I feel this way. So I think it's it's very effective, and just just you know you feel like you know those people and you know if, if i woke up because i do my runs first thing in the morning like literally i wake up i get changed i go um and there were some days where i woke up and i was like oh i'm so tired i don't want to do this i want to go out and run i look at the run that's coming up and i'm like oh, i gotta run 20 minutes today that sucks i don't want to do it and then i just kind of imagine you know I'd, I'd actually like imagine maxine and sam maybe outside waiting for me or yeah. something and i was like oh I've got to go I've got to go because there's like it feels like there's people waiting and again that feeling of um I I thrive with sort of some outer accountability and I feel like making them feel like genuine people gives me a layer of outer accountability and makes it easier for me to do it
0: yeah no I can I can appreciate that it's one of the things there as well that I, I kind of add to that I, um I, I mentioned obviously the fact that the Couch to 5K is so much of a kind of a coming of age of you replacing Runner 5. I yeah. really like the fact that they call you Runner 5 um, to, for two reasons, one, because they make such a point of Sam saying, I'm going to call you Runner 5. Like they make a point of, of telling you that it's it's you specifically, it's not anyone else, that there's a direct connection between the name Runner 5 and you as a person. But I like the fact that it includes the word runner because so much of what I think oh, has yeah. had a, the, the thing that has had a massive impact on me is, the, and the reason I want to continue is because my my view of my own identity has now changed. I'm not someone who runs. I am a runner.
1: Great point.
0: Yeah, and I think that's partly because, of, because I think if I'd, if I'd gone through a Couch to Five K program like normal. Even if it did have some kind of narrative attached to it, it maybe I, I still think it wouldn't have been as impactful because I would have viewed myself as I am a person doing this program. Whereas, because mm-hmm. of them constantly calling me runner five, I am becoming a runner. So runners don't stop once the program's over, because they're runners, they keep running, and that I think that yes. shift in how I identify myself has helped me to continue the habit afterwards.
1: Yeah, I do think of myself as a runner whereas before i was like you you know i was just like i try to run sometimes that was literally the way i would say it whereas now i don't feel it doesn't feel ridiculous to say yes i am i am a runner
0: i was gonna say like the thing that the reason why it's so surprising for me is because obviously as you know i've run a half marathon before
1: yeah that was wild
0: i didn't consider myself a runner then yeah but i but i do now (laughs) i am now i am a runner i i but I, I, I did 13 miles and I was just someone who did a marathon. I wasn't a runner back then. And I think that's literally part of what I think is the benefit of, of the way they've framed this narrative, that the title of Runner 5 has so much of an impact on your self-image.
1: Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree. And there's also the, the added level of, you know, when you did your half marathon, um, you didn't have like the consistent training schedule that you have now um so it makes sense that like as you build this this running habit and this schedule and this way of um organizing you know making time for running Mm.
2: because
1: you have to do that to do this program so not only are you being called a runner you are starting to think and schedule your life like a runner yeah. In a way I didn't do before. Whereas before it was like, oh, I'd wake up and go, oh, maybe I'll try a run today. It's like, well, no, that's that's never going to go well, is it? Like, that is not the most motivating way to, to kind of start your run. You're not going to probably get very far with that, like that mental space. Whereas yeah. now I wake up and I'm like, today I need to run. And I know what run it's going to be. And I'm just going to go do it. And it's so simple. Yes.
0: I think that, yeah, could, like, I, I'm, um, I have a different habit to you because obviously I, I know that you run in the morning. I, I run in the um, afternoon, in the evening, like after work usually. But my morning routine has changed as a result of being a runner. When I get ready for work every morning or just get up in during the day, the first thing I do before I leave my room is I put my running stuff out on my bed. Because I know I'm gonna need it when I get home. Yeah. Like that, just that action so One, the fact that I do it. To the fact that I chose to start doing it, to me is a testament of the fact that the way I view myself, I'm not. I'm not only a runner when I go for the run. There's the way I view myself. The rest of the day is part of it as well.
1: Yeah, and it's that it's that setting intention in mm-hmm. that way is a really important part as well. And I think I think it's because it's you know the way it's structured is great it's really easy you pick up you do the next mess- you do the next mission you don't have to think about it there's no extra decisions to make um and it it does feel very like simple you're just being carried through this thing and you happen to be running while you're doing it. Yeah. so i think i think it 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 definitely it works it definitely mm-hmm. has worked yeah. for me and i know that we're two you know very you know we're two people very interested in like digital narrative and different types of storytelling and things like that so we are like prime target audience (laughs) but I do believe that this could work for anyone because we're so used to stories I think that's the thing we're just we're used to stories we're used to finding something to hold on to Mm. while we're doing stuff you know whether that's you know having something on in the background or I mean I know people that are like you know that use other kind of programs and they almost tell themselves a story through it you know to yeah. like, keep themselves going
0: i mean on the on, on the topic of it, it being a story nurse and people responding so well to stories and kind of engaging with them mm-hmm. i do have one final very very interesting question to ask you do you think mm-hmm. that kind of structure that you have with zombies run could be applied to a different genre so not post-apocalyptic but could it be applied to fantasy? Could you apply a running style narrative to sci-fi or something? Do you are there any genres you think it couldn't possibly work? I I would throw out romance as one that maybe it couldn't work for.
1: In theory, I think because obviously zombie apocalypse is like you look around when you're running. There's no zombie apocalypse happening, so it, it requires this sort of like the suspension of disbelief in mm. quite a big way. Because they are, as you say, referring to some landmarks. Or, you know, they tell me to run north. Becky doesn't know north. Yeah. She don't know that. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things they are asking you to accept and to go with. So, with that in mind, I think things like sci-fi and fantasy would work really well. For some reason, I kind of had a gut reaction that maybe fantasy wouldn't be as strong. But I'm not quite sure why. I don't know why. I think, um, I think fantasy... I mean, I don't know. I have just thought of two or three different narratives where it could work. But I just feel like I feel like the suspension of disbelief is a lot bigger for fantasy, unless it's a fantasy based in our world in some way.
0: Some kind of urban fantasy or alternate universe type thing.
1: Yeah. I think it I think it would have to be that for me anyway. I think asking me to delve into a world you know like a D&D world or something for mm. something like this I think it would require too much like t- I think it would require too much to, to connect with it in the way um, but I see no reason why they wouldn't work I think you're right something more like romance would be a bit harder I think like a straight drama without I'd be really interested in like a kind of just a straight drama version of this where there's like there's no sort of zombie element where it's maybe just a a closed like kitchen sinky type narrative i'd be really interested to see something use this for that i think it would be different exercises maybe maybe it'd be like more of a walking thing i know zombies run does have a walking um centered app it's i think but i don't know much about it um I, I would be really interested to see if somebody could use it for something like that that is just a bit more ordinary I would be really interested to see what people did with something like that and I think somebody could make it work Um oh, yeah, I, I, I don't there's... think I don't think it lends itself as easily though in a way that is believable and in a way yeah. that this is like there's enough elements of not our world that makes this work quite easily because you're like oh I'm just training in a zombie apocalypse this all makes sense whereas if it's just like
0: the the risk I think that you have with certain genres like romance is the one that I suggested is the kind of almost the ludonarrative dissonance Mm. of why would you be running during that story whereas yeah, the the, the genius of the zombie apocalypse is that it's not that much of a leap for you to go oh well, yeah of course you wouldn't have fuel so therefore cars are more difficult so yeah you'd have to run to go and get supplies you would be you wouldn't go for a walk because it's dangerous yeah of course i'm running i get it yeah
1: there's enough of a different world being set up that you're like oh this makes sense whereas for something like a romance I like, guess like um
0: like, why would you be running every week
1: <laughs> yeah why would you be running every week you could do like a one shot of trying to catch your your romantic other at the airport or something
0: mm. I could imagine something like a police police procedural.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: I could imagine a police procedural could um, could do it quite well. Um, like I said, I, th- I, I just wanted to know if there was anything that you could think of that would be in- something you would be interested to see. That's all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I mean, if if other people wanted to do something like this, I mean, even just for like like other types of training, um, things like that would be really great. I think you could actually make something. Like use narrative to affect other type of changes in your life, so like if you're having trouble concentrating at work or something. Maybe having a structure of, you know, you have to solve this problem in the next hour or something. I don't know what it would be, but I think there, there is a, an argument to be made for using narrative in this way to do other things in your life, I don't think it's just physical training.
0: Well, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of people in a lot of studies that talk about the fact that um, the, the, the skills like time management, fo- um, attention focusing, they are skills and they can be trained as much as any physical training like running, so I hadn't even considered adapting that kind of narrative framing across to something like that that's quite that's quite an interesting idea i like that
1: is that our next project
0: <laughs> well i think since we've been going for nearly nearly two hours now um, it's gonna take some fun editing
1: yeah sorry about that buddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i say thank you so much to becky for joining me today So that's all now for Zombies Run. I might return to talking about the app at a later date as I explore more of the main storyline and more of the main app itself. Thank you to Six to Start for finally getting some exercise into my life. If you don't get knighted for that achievement then nothing is sacred anymore. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed wherever you find your podcasts. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts and anywhere the good podcasts are found consuming creativity is a proud member of the project headphones network so be sure to check out the website at projectheadphones.com consuming creativity can also be found at consumingcreativity.com where you'll find all of our episodes our social media links and access to our patreon our patreon is a great opportunity to support the show and get access to a whole host of benefits early access to episodes exclusive voting power and bonus material such as our upcoming zine on fictional world building check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash consuming underscore creativity or go to consumingcreativity.com and click on the donate button. Thanks again to Becky for joining me. It was fantastic to talk about the experience and to dive in deep on something that I've really enjoyed with someone who got to experience it with me. And thank you to you for joining us as well. Next month we're going to be looking at the relationships that exist in the narrative video game Firewatch. You have a month to play the game. It shouldn't take you the whole month, but I highly recommend doing so because there will be spoilers. And I will see you at the end of September.